Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. At the stars in the night I wondered At your lightning in the sky I shuddered Your glory is a blanket that covers Every living thing And it feels Like there's not enough praise Inside me With all these words All my heart can say Is holy Shame you hung 
um, it's a milestone, and it's like I look back on it, I'm like, wow, <laughs> and I'm glad you're here, like I said. You know, I was uh, as I was thinking about today what I would share with you, I wasn't planning on going here, but um, uh, obviously the Lord is, but, um, you know, with it being Valentine's Day and uh, even with it not, uh, His love is always, always there for you. In fact, if you had been the only one in the world, He still would have died for you, and you only, just you. That's how special you are to Him. That's how much He wants to spend eternity with you forever and you know think about his love and how he's always loved us you know from the very beginning and um you know he just he loves you so much you know john 6 three sixteen talks about for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. I'm actually looked that one up so I quote it properly and go to my little Bible place online. I had some scriptures ready which I'm going to read when I get a release for it but I want to go to that one and I want to find those scriptures because like I said I want to I want to quote it correctly so John 16 through 17 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And uh, that's that's so powerful because because you know from the very foundation of the world he loved us. And he loves us that he he didn't come to condemn us, but to save us. And he paid such a high price for it. Jesus said he paid such a high a high price for our freedom and for our salvation and deliverance and healing. And he just loves us. And he loves us. He loves us. He loves us so much. I was thinking. I was trying to look up that one scripture from the very foundations of the earth. You know, um when I do this I am I am not only working the studio but uh I'm also looking up scripture and so hopefully I don't sound too distracted. I am multitasking. So but he loves you, he loves me and and uh let me go to um some scripture. Let me see here. I felt these in my heart when I was preparing earlier and, and praying about what to speak to about. I kind of feel on my heart to, to talk about uh, the love of God, of course, but also how he is always there for us, Father God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he's always, always there for us. He's everything that we need. God has many names, and I'm still studying them and still learning how to pronounce them, (laughs) the names. But he's many things to us. He's our healer, our deliverer, I mean, our provider, our comforter, our peace, 
our friend. He's, he's so many different things. If you get a chance, study his different names. Dad, like I was saying, and he's he's everything we need, but, you know, when we really feel that we can't go on anymore or we're really going through a hard time, the world is coming against us and the, the, the world is falling apart, the sky is falling on us and it's going to just knock us out. And we feel like the, the like like the world is coming out, like I said, like the sky is falling, it's going to knock you over and fall. He picks us up and he carries us at that moment. And he is so, so awesome. He's such a good dad because, like I say, he's everything we need. But when we, we, uh, um, are downtrodden, when we're brokenhearted, when we're depressed or lonely, like some people are, are, um, you know, they're all out there. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are out celebrating Valentine's Day. If you live in America, they celebrate that. I don't think they do in other countries, but um, I could be mistaken. But I know in America, they um, they do, uh, they, they, they celebrate Valentine's Day. So, you know, sometimes maybe somebody's feeling lonely on Valentine's Day and or maybe they're missing somebody, maybe they're missing a spouse or partner that is no longer in their life for whatever reason, and or memories of loved ones gone on to be the Lord and um and so but but God is um He knows exactly what we need and when we fall or we feel like just laying in bed and, and pulling the cover over our eyes over our head, it's, like I said, he picks us up. And I was looking online. I'm trying to find the actual poem because I just felt, um, I felt to read it. So I think I found a good version of it. And uh, let me see here. It's called Footprints in the Sand. It says, one night I had a dream. I dreamed I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that many times along the path of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in my life. This really bothered me, and I questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I need you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, My precious child, I love you and would never leave me. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Isn't that beautiful? First time I heard that I was, wow. 
I it just I got a lump in my throat and I got all teary eyed the very first time I heard that poem. I was wow. <laughs> it's just it's amazing how sometimes we look back at our lives we think in the most horrible troublesome times that he's not there that he left us but no those are the times he carried us in Isaiah 40 verse 11 it says he will protect his flock like a shepherd he will gather the lambs in his arms He will carry them in his bosom. He will gently and carefully lead those nursing their young. Maybe you're going through some things right now that are very painful emotionally and even physically. Like I said, maybe you're missing somebody that just passed away or that moved, whatever the case may be. God knows what you're going through. In Psalm 34, 18-20, it says, The Lord is near to the broken heart, the heartbroken, and he saves those who are crushed in spirit, contrite in heart, truly sorry for their sin. Many hardships and perplexing circumstances confront the righteous, but the Lord rescues from him from them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. And Psalm 147, verse 3 through 8, it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. He counts the number of the stars. He calls them all by their names. Great is our majestic and mighty Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is inexhaustible, infinite, boundless. The Lord lifts up the humble. He casts the wicked down to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises to our God with the lyre, who covers the heavens with clouds, who provides rain for the earth, who makes grass grow on the mountains. I was thinking about that one verse. Pardon me, I'm going to have a sip of water. (laughs) I was thinking about that one verse where he talks about the stars and how he knows them by their name, calls them. He counts the number of the stars. He's the one that made the stars. He basically flew them up in the air and made them. And he calls them all by their names. He numbered the stars. He named the stars. What more than the stars in creation, but how much more important are you? He knows the amount of hairs on your head, the number of hairs on your head, or the lack thereof. He knows every intimate detail about you. The creator of the heaven and earth, stars, one who calls them by name, calls your name now. It says, I love you. I know what you're going through, and I'm here for you. You don't have to be afraid. You're not alone because I'm with you. He's there, there with you, and he's right here with me. He's omnipresent, omniscient, and omniscient and omnipotent. 
He loves us so much. He's near to the broken brokenhearted, binds up the wounds. And, you know, when people are down or they're feeling depressed and they have that, that burden on them, that heaviness, it talks about in the Bible, putting on the, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And it says in here in verse 7, Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises to our God with the, the lyre or lyre, happy you pronounce it. So when we praise him, the heaviness has to go. It can't stand to minister. It can't, it can't be there. You know, in the Old Testament, or in the Test- Bible, it talks about the ministers um, were so overcome with the presence of the Lord, they, they could not they could not perform their ministry ministerial <laughs> duty because they were so overcome by his presence. Well, fear and, and uh, depression and anxiety, those are all ministers of darkness, they're all ministers of the devil. And when you allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you, when you praise him, ministers of darkness can't stand in that atmosphere and they have to go. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, and it allows God to come in and pour the oil and the wine and minister us and bind up the wounds and heal the broken heart. He's so, so wonderful. He knows everything we're going through, and He tells us how we can allow Him to help us. Oh, <laughs> this is. God, the Holy Spirit is so amazing. Before I came on, all all of the scriptures I felt the Lord had given me, and he told me, you know, in what order to go through them, I just cut through telling you about the garment of praise for the spirit of happiness, and that's my next verse. I didn't even plan this. <laughs> the Holy Spirit did, though. He knows everything. He's so cool. I'm just trying to figure if I want to read the King James or if I want to read the Amplified Version. Um, I'm going to read the King James right now, like uh, right here. Isaiah 61, verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, which is your strength, by the way, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. What we just talked about, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. That is so amazing. That is so, so, so amazing. Tells us right there, you know, those who mourn, it's beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the joy of our Lord, the joy of the Lord is our strength, and it helps us. It's, it's good for you. I mean, Mary Heart is like a medicine. And then we already talked about the other things, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And let's see in Matthew five verse four. Once again, I am baiting on which one, because I have 
I have the Bible on the computer and I have the Amplified out, so I'm going to do the King James again. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. So if you're going if you're grieving somebody or something, God's right there. He he he's there for you. Because in the Amplified it says, Blessed, forgiven, refreshed by God's grace are those who mourn over their sins and repent, for they will be comforted when the burden of sin is lifted. And in John fourteen twenty seven, the Amplified, it says, Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. And in the... Yeah, I like that amplified version. Text up. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. So whatever it is that you're going through, God knows. And he is the Prince of Peace. He is everything we need. And he cares he loves you, and he knows exactly what you're going through. He knows what I go through. He knows my needs. He knows everybody's needs. He is so amazing. And like I said earlier, depression and other things like that, they're not of God, you know, like, Fear, anxiety, they're not from God. And when we allow God's peace to come in, then then we get a perfect peace that passes all understanding. And I'm actually going to play that song by Keith E. Holiday called Peace That Passes Understanding. And I'll be right back. Allow God's peace to flood your heart and your room and your life and just give it to him in exchange for his peace. Peace be with you. I'll be right back. He'll give you peace 
maybe you're in a hostile country or a country that is even worse when it comes to sharing your faith. Maybe you feel outnumbered. Like maybe you're in an underground church and you're wondering, is this worth it? Am I am I I love the Lord but I have to come here all the time. I'm always in fear for my life that it's gonna something's gonna happen to me. I'm always going from place to place and is it is it worth it? Yes, I love him, but this is so much. Should I back down? Should I should I you know, should I walk away and and just privately worship him and privately confess my faith? Well, the Lord sees. And you're there for a reason. You're there to bring strength to your brethren. They need your witness so that they can be strong in the hostile country and place that you live in. But fear not, for God has raised you out of it, and he's raised you up for such a time as this, just like he did Esther. So take courage, take heart, be be encouraged, for the Lord is with you, strong, and no weapon formed against you will prosper. So be encouraged tonight. Know that God loves you, he sees you, and his angels are there to protect you. Psalm 91 and his angels, God gave his angels charge over us that watch over us concerning all our ways, and he'll bear us up in our hands, at their hands, as we dash our foot against a stone. He's there. He's protecting us. He can make you invisible to your enemies. I heard about this story. It was just quickened to me by the Holy Spirit about, I may get a couple of details wrong, but you'll get the gist of it when I'm, uh, through saying it and everything, but um, there was this man, and he had a ministry of uh, uh, taking Bibles into a country where the Bibles, it was illegal, you could get killed. I forget the country, so I'm not even going to try to guess, but it was a country, I think, that had some um, communism going on. But anyway, it was an unfriendly co- country um, when it came to uh, the gospel and sharing it. Anyway, this man took, uh, he drove in, and his trunk a uh, trunk full of Bibles and to smuggle in these Bibles. And like I said, I may get some details wrong, but anyway, I think he prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, if you can um, if you can open blind eyes and you can make eyes blind to see what's in the, this trunk here. And so he used to go in and, and the guards would stop him, the people would stop him, to search his trunk, they go look in the trunk, and he said, "What do you?" you I think he said something like, "What are you uh, carrying across, or something like that?" They said, "Only what you see." And they went back there. I don't think they they didn't see anything, or they missed a couple items. But he went in. This happened all the time. That's a couple of different times that God allowed the guards to see the Bibles, but then some other things took place out of that God used that for to 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 um, for other things, but. This was just, I mean, God God blinded their eyes to that. In the same way, God can blind your enemy's eyes to where you're at. That that enemy can't find you. And when you're in the secret place, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, who abides under the shadow, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And, you know, 
when we're in the secret place, we're in his presence, the enemy can't find us either. We're invisible, basically, to the enemy and to any plan that he set, tries to set forth against us. And that weapon cannot cannot prosper, that can't can't prosper against you. Nobody can take you out until God says it's your time to go. And like I said, you're there for a reason. And God will give you the grace. In the meantime, lean on each other and encourage each other and know that you're loved and you're not alone and that your brothers and sisters in Christ are praying for you and your strength and your love, that you feel his presence and that you have the strength to go on in the grace. Now, um, I was looking and I'm kind of closing, which is a... In my church, they say I'm closing, but it's not for another hour that they've actually closed because they have like five or six clothing, closings. But, hey, I'm not complaining. It's awesome. I could sit there for hours and all day and listen to it. So, But um, if you're able, go with me to Second Samuel, 2 Samuel 9. And I want to make sure I have the right version. So... Um, I'm going to check and put, it was on NIV, I'm going to put it back on, I think this thing has like a default, so it goes back and forth, but put it back on King James Version, and getting toward, I feel, is going to be the closing of, of this time together in Word, and and pardon me one more time as I get another sip of my water. You know, when I had a co-host, I could just wait till they said something and take a sip. But I want to at least give you a heads up so you don't think there's dead air and I've disconnected. <laughs> so that's 2 Samuel 9, <clears throat> beginning at verse 1. <clears throat> And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was of the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto him. And Ziba said unto the king, Jonathan yet hath yet a son, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And, hold on, I lost my place. And the king, okay, where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, in Lodabar. Then King David sent and fetched him out of the house of Machir, the son of Amiel, from Lodabar. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth? And he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not. For I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan, thy father's sake, 
and will, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant, that thou should look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertained to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. Then said Ziba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son whose name was Micah, and all that dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in the Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. Can you imagine being, I mean, the maid that was, apparently the maid that was carrying him when when they were running from from the armies when they were at war with with King David, she she, she was so scared and in a hurry to to take the baby and get out of there, she dropped him, and it it you know it crippled him. And being in that in that house of Saul and David and that family and and you have King David and you're an outcast all this time, and then somebody. Somebody comes and tells you that King David wants to see you because you're of the house of Saul and, and 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 Jonathan. Can you imagine what would be going through his head? What would be going through your head if that was happening to you? And then when he gets there, he falls on his face, probably looking for mercy because he's so scared and petrified of what's going to happen. And David says, "Don't be afraid." I'm going to show mercy and love and respect to you for for your father, Jonathan. They were best friends. And, and he took, and Mephibosheth sat at the king's table every single meal. He was carried to that table. Carried to the table of the king. This once outcast, running scared for his life and always in hiding, was carried. He was treated like royalty by King David. And he was carried to that table to eat every single meal at the king's table. I'm going to play a song and when I play it, let God carry you. Let him pick you up in his arms, carry you, and hold you, and minister to you. 
And as he ministers to you, just let it all go. Let it have whatever it is that you're dealing with. Just let him carry you to his table, the king of all kings, the king, his table, in the secret place of the Most High. Let him carry you. Let him love you. I will be right back after this song. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you now. Wounded and forsaken, I was shattered by the fall. Broken and forgotten Feeling lost and all alone Summoned by the king Into the master's courts Lifted by the savior And cradled in his arms I was carried to the table
Thank you, Father God, for carrying us always and forever. And I'm going to finish up here by telling you, just to give you an opportunity, and you've heard about his love and his restoration and deliverance and salvation. And and if today was your last day on earth, if you were to die this very second, do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? You know, God, he, 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 (laughs) if I can get it out, as I said earlier, he died for us, and he loves you, he loves you so much, and has a great plan for your life, and if you want to make sure that you're going to go to heaven, just repeat this prayer after me to say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, fill me with the Holy Spirit, give me a passion for the lost a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Oh, and and pray this one real quick. Say, Jesus, I forgive everyone who ever hurt, neglected, or abused me, including myself. I receive your forgiveness. Fill me with your peace, your joy, and your love. Amen. And I just want to tell you, if you prayed that prayer, know that God heard you. Jesus heard you. He loves you. He loves you, he loves you, he loves you. He has a great plan for your life, and he's going to help you fulfill that plan. Just know that he loves you so much. If you were the only one, like I said earlier, in the world, he still would have come and died for you. Jesus would have gone through all of that just so you could be with him forever. And when he looks in a crowded room, you're the only person he sees. He's madly in love with you. He's enthralled with your beauty. You're the apple of his eye. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. I love you. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love.
Hi, Fashion Hotline. Hi, this President's Day, my family wants to exercise our right to cute new styles. I vote for Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, the new styles you want now are up to 50% off store-wide. Get new tops, new dresses, and new jeans for the whole family on sale now, including women's rockstar jeans. Up to 50% off store-wide? And buy online and pick up in-store for free. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Now that's democracy in action. Rush in for up to 50% off store-wide. Hurry, ends Monday. Valid 211 to 218s. Lex styles only. Hurry in to Old Navy. One day only today. All jeans are 50% off. That's right. Get 50% off all jeans for the family, even your favorite rock star styles. But hurry, it ends tonight at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 216 excludes in-store clearance.